This is Comrade and Kaiser Movie Review, episode number one, Footloose. We're Comrade and Kaiser Movie Review. We watch a lot of movies so you don't have to. We're Comrade and Kaiser, we're not that crazy. We just can't agree with democracy. Hey, hello and welcome to Comrade and Kaiser Movie Review. The podcast where we like to talk about communism, fascism, and today, the 1984 dance classic Footloose, starring Kevin Bacon. Is he communist? Is he fascist? Can he dance better than Chairman Mao? Only we can tell. I'm your host, Sergei Ilyich Milinkov, and this is my fascist piece of garbage co-host, Hans Gruber III. I am not a fascist! I just feel they love my country, my gut, and I hate pretty much everything else. You, sir, are an unabashed communist, an ideology which killed more people than fascism ever has. Not that killing people is all that bad. Though, that is true, but we also killed more communists than fascists ever have, so it's kind of, how you say, loosey-goosey, lefty-noosey. Nein. I don't think that is how you say it at all. Frankly speaking, we have no idea why we are here. Some American producer thought it would be funny to put a Russian communist with a German fascist together. After looking two years in Russia and another three in Germany, they finally found us, showed us some terrible Hollywood movies, and put us in a room together to discuss them. Yeah, yeah, this is quite incensing. I mean, one minute I am watching a perfectly good Putin speech, and then my Führer calls me over to do this PR scheiße, and in English nonetheless. You would like Putin, wouldn't you? Let me tell you, you are so lucky to live in Russia. If you all weren't a bit, you know, untermensch. I'd actually wish you to invade Germany again and save us from our insipid democracy and outlandish freedom. I mean, in Germany today, Germans are marrying immigrants. Immigrants! It's Atom und Eva, not Atom und Samira. <laughs> but not in Russia. But Atom and Eve were in the Middle East. Exactly. Among their own people. The only people. Anyway, Putin is great. A real Ubermensch in a land of Untermensch. What? Putin? The greatest traitor to Soviet ideals? How there dare are you? No so good Soviet Soviet ideals. The ideals Have you never heard of Putin? us Untermensch? Kick your <laughs> ass in World War II? Oh, I'll show you World War III you are. We are back, and in separate booths this time. We have been told we cannot go to any more political rallies if we don't behave. That means we can't talk about politics. So, uh... Uh... uh weather. Uh, no, uh... So, Footloose. Yeah, Footloose. Let me tell you, that is one crazy movie. And just to let you know, there will be many spoiler alerts in this podcast, so if you're dying to know whether the hero gets the girl in the end or not, go back to 1984 when nobody has seen it. We hadn't seen it before. 
but we are stuck in 1984 mentalities. That is so true. Love me some Reagan. And Chernenko was a guy who could make you think. Some call him the Timothy Dalton of general secretaries, but I think he was more like a George Lazenby. Wasn't Lazenby worse? Oh yeah. For those of our comrades who have not seen it, Footloose tells the story of an imperialistic small town in USA run by an imperialistic priest in one of those Protestant cults that make America so famous. The proletariat farmers are kept in place by the thumb of religion, superstition, and warmongering from the politicians under the constant threat of nuclear war with the superior Soviet arsenal. But crap! First, I'm pretty sure they never even mention nuclear weapons in this movie. Second, my family is both Protestant and imperialist. I take offense to this description. So how would you describe this town? It takes place in good old farm country USA. The cows roam free just before they're slaughtered for the good of the people. The children are disciplined by moral correctness of the town minister just before they go into the military to be slaughtered for the good of the people. And the people work hard to make all the slaughtering possible. Um, okay. So anyway, the oppressor is aptly chosen as a firebrand minister played by John Lithgow. Is that right, John Lithgow? John Lithgow? Who hypnotizes his practitioners into believing dance is immoral, leading to the dreaded drinking and driving that plagues the youth of the day. All until a new boy comes to town to bring sprightly revolution, not in the form of guillotines and sensible five-year plans, but through dance. It all got me thinking, maybe Soviet Union would still be around if Lenin simply had a dance-off with Tsar Nicholas. <laughs> Can't you see it now? <laughs> Comrade Lenin, should we form the jacket to dispose of all enemies of communist state? Yet, we need disco. Rockers of the world unite to dance. Honestly, it would have still been better than handing the whole state over to Stalin. Anyway, the boy is communist revolution in sexy body, like Lenin, like Trotsky, like a shirtless Marx scything the wheat in a hot summer's day, but with dancing. Ach du lieber, that is so wrong on so many levels. The boy, played by hot Rob Kevin Bacon, but who really represents the devil comes to town to tempt the kids to the ways of liberal hedonism and socialist dogma. How does dancing lead to socialism? Let me explain. When I was a lad, I longed for Brunhilde Habergraschenschneider. Was that a name or did you have a stroke? Ah, how dare you make fun of my beautiful Brunhilde! Brunhilde was a fair maiden of golden locks and a plump buxom buttocks. I never spoke to her. I didn't know how to speak to her. So I asked my friend Franz, just how do you do it? He asked me, what does she like to do? I told him, 
from 1500 hours to 1600 hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays and at 900 hours to 1100 hours on Saturdays she goes to dance lessons on 14th Stumpfgrasse Strasse before she takes a 17 minute walk through Maria Theresa Garten on the way to her home on 78th Hummerpith Strasse. He told me I mean, that was way too much information and I really needed to get some help. But besides that, he told me I can use this information and that I should learn to dance so that I could share her interest and take her out to a ball. I said never. I never dance. And once she is my wife, I will forbid her from dancing too, for dancing is the curse of the devil and the height of buffoonery. Uh, that story makes no sense. What the hell is relation with dancing and socialism? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention. The dance lessons were paid for by the state of Bavaria. Crazy, am I right? So then what happened? Did you talk to her? <laughs> oh, no. She went on to live her entire life without me. Dancing. Crazy, am I right? So, I'm not sure the point of that story, but I think we should discuss the dynamics of the relationships with the characters of this film. We should also mention this film has women in it. Crazy, am I right? Uh, the main role is Ariel, a secret rebellious teenager who is also the minister's daughter. We see her with a cowboy wannabe-like boyfriend. With her pants down, may I add. Tss, tss, tss. In loving to hop from one moving vehicle to another, like party girl Batman. She then has a friend played by a very young Sarah Jessica Parker, who is Jewish, but plays a regular church-going teen in this movie, having nothing to do with the actress's actual religion. I thought we'd agreed you would not bring that up. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Everything is calm, if a bit staid and sterile in this dance-hating small town when Ren McCormick, Lenin Incarnate, played by Kevin Bacon, comes to town. Ren, turns out, was busted for drugs in a big city of Chicago. His out-of-work single mother struggles in the misogynistic oppression of capitalism. Again with the oppression, ay 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 ay. Let me tell you, in 1930s Germany, they would have done much more than throw that boy out of school and into a small little dwarf. Yes, like throw him in the SS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The SS was full of doped up crazies with the Aryanism of Kevin Bacon. There are no bounds to what a doped up SS Kevin Bacon can do. Hot mama, we'd be looking at her next Führer. You know, he played the Nazi in one of those X-Men movies. Yeah, yeah, brilliant performance. Oscar Verdi. Move the coin! Move the coin now! <laughs> Brilliant! You do realize that drugs hurts a leader's performance and decision-making, don't you? That may well be, but 
You have obviously never heard of Wall Street and the boys who do 40 lines of cocaine in a day while perfectly managing the affairs of capitalism. Capitalism! It all leads to doped up Nazis one way or the other. Do, 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 do. Hello. I'm the producer of Comrade and Kaiser, and I prefer not to be named. Are you looking to advertise? Well, don't let talk about doped-up Wall Street Nazis and the need to destroy the very foundations of capitalism fool you. We are desperately, desperately looking for ads. Any ads. And I can get you the full support of communist and or Nazi sympathizers to rally to your cause, product, or service. That's right. Who wouldn't want throngs of Nazis buying the latest Adidas running shoe? They may have made weapons to destroy Allied tanks during the war, but they'll make you annihilate your enemies on the track. Or what's more communist than Coca-Cola? Religion may be the downer of the masses, but why can't Coke be its upper? What's cool, sweet, refreshing, and red all over? Communism. And a rationed amount of Coca-Cola, of course. In case of interest, contact can be found on our Facebook and Twitter page. Okay, let me level with you. No one is buying our ad space. Please, just help us. Help us any way you can. We have a Patreon page, and if we don't make enough money to pay for the studio, they're going to make us into a boy band. Hans and Sergei are surprisingly good-looking with sweet, sweet singing voices, given enough autotune. But please, don't let it come to that. They only let us do this podcast because of artistic differences over their debut album called The Iron Sickle of Your Heart. No one even knows what that's supposed to mean. I mean, is that a love song or about a breakup? No one knows! Don't inflict that upon the world. Please, donate today. Do, 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 do. So, Ren catches the eye of a rebellious team and minister's daughter, Ariel. There is a complication, however. Ariel has a boyfriend named Chuck, who we are all supposed to hate somehow. Chuck notices, then becomes aggressive with our boy Ren. Insults are thrown, and then it becomes a game of tractor chicken. Ah, yes, I remember our infantile games of tractor chicken in Bavaria. We used to put chickens in the tractors all the time. Ha <laughs> ha, oh, how we'd laugh! <laughs> ah, that is so disturbing. The wastes of proletarian labor. The American version involves two teenagers driving a tractor at one another until one of them turns out of the way. The one who turns apparently loses, but if they stay, they apparently both die. I don't get it. I think it was more like that time you drank vodka with your Uncle Boris until one of you could no longer see light. Ah, yes. Poor Uncle Boris. May he rest in peace. Is this something that is common in America? We must presume it is done every day. It's a Hollywood movie, after all. It must be a leading cause of teen deaths in America. Death by slow-moving vehicles must be so awful. They must be screaming in horror for a full ten minutes before they crash and die. Duh. So, Ren is ready to bail out when his shoelace is stuck and he can't escape. Meanwhile, Chuck, though more willing to stay on, 
panics, abandons the tractor, allowing it to be turned over, ruining perfectly good farming equipment, and potentially leading America down the road of starvation and the end of capitalism. No, no, I don't think it does. This makes Ariel crazy about Ren, and they go to a country bar 100 miles away with some friends who really have no important role in the film. A hundred miles, what is that? Uh, like 10 kilometers? No, no, it's more like 500, uh, pretty sure. Aha! So they go to a honky-tonk, as they say in America. But good Chris Penn is adamant about not dancing. Just like me and my beautiful Brunhilda. But unlike me, Chris Penn has no dignity. He dares to learn to dance. And just so some girl can go out with him. The nerve of that man. Of course, that girl is Sarah Jessica Parker. Ha, my point exactly. Yeah, I still don't get what it is with you and dancing. It is thoroughly immoral. The Bible says. That can't be right. Not that the Bible makes any bit of difference about nature of morality. <laughs> you would say that he then. So anyway, Chris Penn's character learns to dance. <laughs> and surprises his potential girlfriend. <laughs> which she loves. She would, wouldn't she? All against Christianity, that one, and her dancing little friend, too. You know, that one who only redeemed himself for wanting to kid Mr. Orange in that other movie about the guys with the names of colors shooting each other. Uh, what, what was it called? What the hell are you talking about? Mr. Orange and the Winking Willow. Yes, our greatest dream come true. Mr. White makes things right. Mr. Toad's Wild Adventure. You're talking about a kid's movie. Nine! The one where everybody kills each other. So what? In Soviet Russia, that was the topic of every Sunday morning cartoon. Reservoir Dogs! You really are an idiot. Do you know that? Say that, uh... Thingamajig to the cattle. By the way, the Bible never denounces dancing. There's no reason Christianity should do away with it. Liar! It was in the movie! Dancing won the argument. Ha! Some scene that was. It was completely biased in favor of dancing. Huh. A teen dance movie biased toward dancing? Yeah, whatever happened to showing two sides of an argument? Oh, brother. Two sides of the argument about dancing? Yeah, down with dancing! So, let me explain. In the movie Footloose, the main character Ren opposes the school board and petitions for the right to have a school prom. The Reverend is of course against and Ren argues his way to success by quoting the Bible. The school board approves and lets them all dance. The last 10 minutes are a bunch of teenagers who have never danced before dancing as if they all went to Juilliard. Yeah, but the Reverend is cut down too early. They needed to hear him out. So idiotic. As if this stupid book would have anything good to say about dancing. So put your money where your mouth is. It's time 
for the best kind of logical argument. Bible verse off. Dance edition. It is obviously idolatrous. Four in Exodus 32, 25. Now, when Moses saw the people were out of control dancing, for Aaron had let them get out of control and be a derision among their enemies. Dancing causes our enemies to win. Oh yes, but in Psalm 149.3 Let them praise his name with dancing, let them sing praises to him with timber and lyre. Well, of course, everything is good with a liar, but in Exodus 32.19, it came about as soon as Moses came near the camp that he saw the dancing, and Moses' anger burned, and he threw the tablets from his hand and shattered them at the foot of the mountain. Good job, dancing people! But Moses threw the tablets himself, not the dancing people. Get a hold of yourself, Moses. Never mind. Psalm 30.11 You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosened my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. How is loosening one sackcloth a good thing? You have never been with a woman, have you? Ah, sure, millions. But besides, mourning is a good thing. Morning releases the soul. Genesis 27:41 and Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewithin his father blessed him and Esau said in his heart the days of mourning for my father are at hand uh, then will I slay my brother Jacob. Now that sir that is what we want to do slay thy brother Jacob but mourn first. God is great. Nothing to do with dancing, but in Ecclesiastes 3-4, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. And that's how you do it, bitch. It still says nothing. You lose. Net, net. The Bible says there is a time to dance. Except or praise Karl Marx. Never. <laughs> Look. I think it's time to review the film. In each film we review, we like to give it a special stamp of approval either by me, Sergei the Communist, or Hans, the contemptuous slime of fascism. <laughs> Personally, I don't understand how this movie became so big in the United States. It wants to be a dance film, a teen drama, over something that doesn't really exist, but is really neither. I don't really get it. Yeah, quite right. It's like Americans want to watch something for pure entertainment purposes. Dua, I think it's shameful. However, within the character of Ren, we see fire, rebelliousness, justice, and revolution in a town of religion and backwardness. Overall, it gets my communist stamp of approval, but with hesitation. So, I give it a stamp minus. Foul. I give it the same, but for completely different reasons. I see the film showing moral decline of a community that was doing just fine with religion and good old-fashioned discipline. I mean, just look at the last ten minutes. 
outlandish teens dancing in the gym for no good reason. How are we supposed to make tanks if our entire workforce is like that? <laughs> that is so true. It's like we're not supposed to make tanks at all. Yeah, such nonsense. However, if we look at it as a sad expose on dancer's ill effect on society, I must applaud it and say it gets my tacit stamp of fascist approval, but a minus for that evil communist giving bacon ruining everything. So there you go, two stamps of approval minuses for 1984's Footloose. Our next movie review will be, and the random envelope will be given to me by the producer. Oh damn, Captain America the First Avenger. Damn American propaganda. I bet Captain America never even existed at all. I'm not even sure we have enough money to watch it. If you want us to review this Hollywood garbage, please donate at Patreon today. It is uh, patreon.com slash comrade and kaiser. The end is spelled out. Until next time. Extremism out. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do.